Beatles, Oasis, <coughs> sorts of Oasis. Well, we liked like Prodigy and stuff and, and techno stuff when we were young and then um, Oasis came out in the Beatles anthology at the same time and sort of that just, so I, I, I grew up in pubs with, with Ian, the drummer, and all the, the sort of scally lads who'd be, who had skinheads were suddenly, had like Beatles haircuts and were singing Oasis songs outside the pub. I called the lads from me because it was like in between two estates, and um, it just it just sort of gripped me at yeah, that time. I think it gripped everyone around. And you mentioned lived. the anthology. So did you watch the documentaries yeah, yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Whenever you're free as a bear, I get this great feeling that I got from it, and then yeah. from there you sort of next minute you're like, well, who were the Beatles into? And you're Chuck Berry, and then who was Chuck Berry into? And you sort of. Robert Johnson, and then you keep going back in a while. Go too far back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go too far back. Yeah, and so so that's what got you started. And when and when 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 did you guys start playing? I think you were like fourteen. Yeah, Ian, well, Ian and Paul. Paul had always been playing. He taught me a bit of the guitar, and um, the bass player, the drummer Ian. They were in like the basement of our pub, and he would play like uh, a quick one by the hill. Or like a Beatles song, Octopus's Garden, and I'd come down and like pretend the symbol was a microphone and join in a bit, and it sort of went from there, and then um, yeah, it grew out from there really. And did you, when you first started, were you just having a bit of fun, or, or you know, how quickly did you start to get more ambitious? When I joined, they were kind of already like a little bit of a, you know, you could see that they were all had their own talents kind of thing. And it was like. Went through a few the different things, wasn't it? Like before Nick joined, it was like almost like the Verve or like shoegaze type of like big heavy sort of guitars, and um, and then we had the Lars and Captain Beefheart and sort of more sixties stuff, and was you know we met loads of people in Liverpool and bands, and it was kind of like almost the scene was almost like anti production or it was almost like skiffle but it was what you had to say not how loud you had to say it yeah it was like, like lo-fi quite self-deprecating like a, it's like a weird kind of punk scene yeah there was like, a band like, called tramp attack and we met them and um it was quite like yeah it was sort of that that type of feel to it, it was almost like you have to be homemade everyone made the stuff on cassettes because it was before even myspace or anything so it's like a little lost time in a way, really. And um, I remember going into a little club and it was like underground and I remember seeing Tramp Attack and he had this old mic and it just sort of sparked something. And then we were involved in that, so we started to do our thing within that. Um, but then because of where we're from, it was like in between Wales and Liverpool, we sort of took a bit of that Super Fairies Gorky's like quirkiness and added it to the Liverpool thing in a way. And so, like between the sort of like late nineties and when things first started to take off, was there a stage like where you were playing a lot live where you started to to sort of think, actually, we're really onto something here, or or was that or was there a struggle? You always think you are, but yeah, we said we're going to go and we said we're going to take a year out 
Yeah, and we met Alan Wills, and he was saying you need to stop gigging for a bit. That was really? that kind of a big point. Yeah, you need yeah, to he write just said, songs. Just go underground for a bit and just hone your songs. You can write songs, but they're not necessarily that original. You can you can, you can copy people really well, or but unless you've got something that's completely yours. Well, we had like skeleton key, didn't we? And we did. Oh like, yeah, we did. That. Remember, we, we did, did that, like yeah. a little. He just said hone that. Yeah, there was a, we had two sides to us, yeah. and we had like we did these little demos in my. Cause we first did ones, and then when Nick joined, we did like Skeleton Key and did these little demos in um in my bedroom, wasn't it? And it was like yeah, good home, yeah, Skeleton Key, and it was and it was like that was we're like onto something that here. That was the Yorkie moments, and then it? Nick had a band, and he had wild a song called Wildfire, and it was like. Oh, that's good, he should maybe join our band. <laughs> and then Nick joined as a singer for a bit, and then it was like, well, I don't want to be the singer. So then he went to keyboard, but then we had, you know, all our songs together. And then we wrote Simon Diamond, Shadows Fall, Calendars Clocks. We wrote all them in like a year, that year off we had. Like you'd show them to Alan, and he'd be so enthusiastic, you'd be like, it became addictive that you wanted that reaction again. So you'd be like, Let's write another song to show yeah, him. Yeah. And then he made it like as if this is a movie, we're all in it, and this is going to happen. And then it sort of happened even more than he said it was going to. And by then, it's like a dream then. It's just rolling. You're on a wave of it. And is, what's the songwriting process like for you guys? Is it different every time, yeah. every song? Yeah, it's all different. Yeah, Sometimes I'll have a full tune written. Sometimes Nick will have most of a tune written. And then because I sing it, I'll kind of produce that tune. Sometimes we'll just have nothing and then come up with a whole tune. Sometimes Ian that, will have a bit of a tune. Yeah, yeah, even the one we're just doing now is probably a little bit different than we've ever sort of ended up with a tune. Yeah, we're always trying to do something different. and Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. I think we're one of them bands. We're prepared for something thing. not to work, to get to something that's great, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it doesn't work. It's a very good thing because yeah, we're not keep like, the albums um, great and keep keep everything fresh. Yeah, um, sometimes and, I look back and think that didn't work, but yeah. it got us to that <laughs> kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you think it'll get us to something like one and curious, where you think that's really great, but yeah, maybe some of the other tunes to get us there weren't as good. Well, I have to say that the you know the discography, like all, all the records so far, like are remarkably consistent so it's quite like to hear you say oh, I've looked back on stuff and I'm not sure whether I like it it's quite quite surprising yeah you can you know the songs where you've written them to order if you know what I mean yeah and you think but you because you've lived them as some of them were quite fraught processes so maybe if you're inside it that much you, you I can, it changes you know what I mean I'm a fan now I didn't used to be I can look back now and go through stuff. Recently, I've been, you know, because we're putting sets together and we're putting little certain things together of the older stuff. I've listened back to stuff and, th you know, and not just listened to it how someone else would listen to it. And what, and what looking back, are you most proud of? Um, the first album, yeah, for me, Butterfly House. Butterfly House coming back from, it was yeah, like it was bring. over in a way and distance in between. There, that you know where yeah, it was like. Yeah, that was one of the most. I think there was even you heard, oh, Carol shouldn't come back, you know, and it'd get back to you, and you'd think, all right, we'll show you, and then 
in a way, could be our most artistic album. Because you have, because we've got quite a few sides. You get people yeah. who different fans of different sides of us, and then well, so you we, hear, we should do more, we should do more, and then you. We, we used to mix them up, didn't we? A bit yeah. more. Where now we've been like, okay, we had like make it one thing. Distance it. Butterfly House was kind of like one thing. The last three albums have been a bit more committed to what they are, and if a song doesn't fit, we sort of go, you go over there for a bit, if you know yeah. what I mean. And then... Trying to make records as a whole. Yeah, yeah, sort of... Um, Instead of trying to please every side. Yeah, you know, or when you're younger, you're like, I'll do this, I'll do that. It's sort of like, you know, we'll go into the vault of songs, and I'm like, oh, like the song Distance In Between, we had on, I think we had that on by around the time of Night Freaks, so it was like, went back and we were like, yeah, oh, that'd fit with that. And then, well, what, yeah, when, you, you know what when I mean. you're younger, you kind of assume that everyone knows exactly what you're talking about on an album, so you can just flip, because that's the way we listen to music, just flip between styles. Yeah, and it makes sense to you, but for someone who's just got it and they're putting it on, the, yeah. putting it on, it would be like, what? It, you know, it sounds completely like all over the place. So you kind of learn to do that in a way. Yeah, you let well, you, you do gain that, but then you do. There is something about it just being crazy when you're younger that, that you lose. So you, you gain and you lose. You know, that kind of dreaming of you type of, type of era when you were first making it, you know, really big. Did, like, were you, were you kind of surprised and take, you know, taken aback by that? Or did you think you'd put, you'd put in the, 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 the groundwork, you'd, you'd, you'd taken that advice and gone and, gone and written? Um, kind of horrible at that point and just thought yeah this is gonna happen we were just I look back and I think what a horrible horrible little shit but then so you but you, you need, need that, that yeah yeah you need that we were like of course people are gonna like it that's that's what you think when you're younger and you sort of you're in your own bubble aren't you and then like as the more the internet grew you start to see the world where you're like all right the whole world doesn't think Captain Beefheart's the best ever, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But when you're younger, you're like, I found this. Or people knew about that years ago. You think, we found this thing. But you kind of need that blinkered thing, and it, you never really get that again. So we did, we did have that on the first album, and, and it you, helped us in a way. Do you think you, you, don't ha you no longer have that swagger? Or, or do you think you've got it, but just more measured? Um, no, we just... I think you just understand... You understand it a bit more, understand the, the game, and yeah. even how like music works between you and the someone who's listening to it. Yeah, you know the magic, you know the tricks now, in a way. So you sort of, I don't know, be surviving by happens, if you know what I mean. You sort of like, the thing you've achieved is like, you've stuck together, and your friends, and that's bigger than the music, in a way. When you're younger, you think music is the biggest thing. And it's to be all and end all, and you'll sacrifice anything. And you get older, and you realise it isn't. And then, maybe the friendship was always the biggest thing. And the music was just incidental to that. Maybe that's why it was always that's good. That's why why you bonded. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe it was always people. that. That was first. But when you're younger, you're just like an ambitious, like you know, you you. You do you do someone over, or you you know to get where you want to get. But when you get older, you sort of realise it's not all about. Yeah, it's that. not all about that. It's about you. You put the friendship 
Fiesta if you know what I mean well that's a yeah, that's a nice thing to hear and yeah I don't know whether every band's like that that's where well, I certainly I've not. got to if you know what I mean we'd probably kill for some of the opportunities that we fucked up now if you know what I mean do you feel like you fucked up opportunities in the past um yeah definitely. yeah yeah like what like, what, what's, what's like what, what well, a couple you, of examples you have a number like one album and then you go we're releasing Night Freaks which, which is got good. to number five it is it's, good it's recorded in two weeks next to a slate mine but it wasn't a proper album so like you have you know it's if it was now it, it would just come album. out on Spotify and so hardcore fans proud of it though, yeah yeah, you, yeah but that side of stuff makes, makes yeah, yeah. you yeah, guys interesting there is a band. A, yeah which maybe makes you have longevity yeah but Definitely. you know you do look over it and you think if I was now I produce bands would I be like don't do that you know maybe do it as just a fan thing or some, maybe because I'm doing and then we did interviews in the characters of Night Freaks so <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm I don't even remember again I think people will look back on that and when they're first getting into your music They'll sort of be like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, it I is. So, yeah. Well, yeah. the kind of people who are interested in that yeah. are usually freaks, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> the night freaks. Yeah, yeah. So you're preaching to the converted there. Yeah, yeah. They'd buy it if it was just... But, you know, I don't regret it or anything. You just analyse... I analyse stuff because I work with younger bands and have a label. So I try and look at things I've done and think... Well, at least I can tell them this will happen if you do this, and then it's up to them. So maybe I look at it like that, but I don't regret it. As you said, it is. If I was reading about it, I'd be more interested in that than I would Coldplay, but, you know, there's a lot more people interested in Coldplay, so. Well, maybe. Know, is it elitism to just maybe think they that, that be. view is better, but I don't know. But, so... You talk you talk about night freaks, but also you know I want I want to ask like song wise, you know people know the big songs, but like are there some deep cuts because like that you guys would recommend like yeah, like, like little gems that are on like hidden away on records that you think yeah yeah load born into the cure is is one that's probably not known that much but music at night was music, music at Rebecca night. you yeah yeah there's like another side of the coral that's that's. I don't know whether you say deeper. No, it's a kind of thing that just liked about the Beach Boys. It, you, if, when you're 15, 16, or you say to someone on the street, maybe the Beach Boys, they'll say surf in USA, but you yeah. know surf. It seems to have gone, so. gone that thing a bit, hasn't it? It's, it's yeah, like, it's, it, it, or even Springsteen, you've got like Born to Run, but then you've got like Nebraska. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like. Well, the, the, that's the problem with like Spotify, people. like literally, because you can hop between artists and you've got like, it, yeah. top ten, like yeah. listed out already. So to actually go down, go to albums. In a way, listen, I think you, you could know, probably enjoy. Don't. But I think it's quite good in a way. You could make two choral playlists that are both be really enjoyable in different ways now, which I think is quite cool. There's yeah. just some good B sides as well. Pictures from the other sides. Good, yeah, I'm trying to get B sides together now because they've all just. Yeah, some of them aren't on it, so we're trying to get them all together. <laughs> we used to have that many. We just throw songs onto the two versions of each single, and everyone would have like four B sides each. So I always regret. Yeah, but like, the only th the only thing I ever regret is not putting Birds of Flown on Roots and Echoes. 
should have started it. There's nothing else, anything else. I'm like, that's the only thing where I think, oh, I went against my gut feeling there and I should have done that. Why didn't you include it? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think music was changing and it was getting a little bit straighter. That's all I think it was around so that unless pressure no, went. Alan said it sounded like <laughs> Spanish, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, crap yeah. Spanish horn. And I was like, <laughs> so then because you, you're insecure and you're younger, you can't. No, but I ever remember thinking that because else. it was. Yeah. I don't know why. I remember being quite psychedelic when we first came out and everything seemed to straighten up about two or three years later and, and become a bit more straight rock and roll, if you know what yeah. I mean. So then you start to like, even unconsciously curbs your sort of psychedelics side a little bit more. Like you know, yeah, these tunes on Roots and Echoes, like Willow's song. Yeah, I never like thought that. that should have been on it. It was a good tune, but that was the only yeah, one. I, I wished, I wished that was on it, but it's not a bad thing to only really regret one thing like that. Are there any other acts at the moment, like you know, younger acts or? You know, things going on in the music scene that, that keep you guys inspired or, or do you find that you, you're always looking back and no, less inspired? No, loads of good. Loads of good. So. Loads of good new stuff. Yeah, I liked it when there was a few years ago and there was like Black Angels, Moon Duo. There was sort of like a little cycling going Pal. on. Yeah, that was... Tame and Parlour's earlier stuff. And I was like, oh, I like this. It's like taking the stuff I like but making it sort of... It's like a punkier sort of um, drone version of it. Um, I was quite inspired by that stuff for uh, um, Distance in Between and even like Queens of the Stone Age. Love loads of new stuff. I work with loads of new bands. think she drew yeah. a gun. Louise is one of the best writers in the country at the moment. Um, Mysterines, they're good as well. Um, there's a few Cut Glass Kings. They, they went on tour with us. Um, Love that that last Arctic Monkeys album like that as well. Beak. That black. black Beak are great, down. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that Dan Arbach's last album, some of Jack White stuff. You know, the there's obvious stuff, stuff, but yeah, there's loads of there's loads of good new stuff, Kurt Vile. Loads of that stuff as well. You know, them sort of I like Arcade Fire, that big pop tune they had. Off the last album. There's, yeah. yeah, I don't I listen to as much new stuff as old stuff. As old really. stuff, yeah. Yeah, if new stuff comes out, I'll just check it out. Um. So yeah, we're not really. You're not. You're not always. Go back looking to the back. Beach Boys, Bob Marley, the stuff you know. Yeah. Or like make comps, but um, I quite like listening to new stuff and checking it out. It's almost. I do find music is very different now. It's a different approach. It's almost like. It's almost like. Gas or water, if you know what I mean. You don't. It's you've cause, like I might not have bought it. I might not have been like, oh, I'll check, Mac DeMarco's. I'm not. I'll pay a tenner for it. So be like, but now I'll be like, and then it can grow on you. Whereas you might not have given it that chance. If you yeah, know what I mean. We've so all got a chance. There's a bad side to that, but then there's a good side to it. All the young bands I work with, are like they've heard everything now, which I don't. I think it's like anything. It's good and bad. That when started, CDs yeah. came out, people will have moaned, but from my generation, it was like, ah, oh, these are great. They're like this big. You can put them in your bag. Yeah, more practical. And I wouldn't have been able to have all the experiences I had on tour with the music, you know, just having it like that. So I'd never really tell her. Not one of those people who I always try and find the good side of it these days. Yeah. 
you know, because a lot of people have kind of complained about streaming and and and, and royalties and all of that, all it's of that been, side of it. Well, it's really well, it's usually people who've made loads of money already who complain about it. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> they've already minted. I did, I did kind of think that. I've, I've heard a couple of like guys who definitely have sold maybe they're millions and millions yeah. of records physically. Maybe um, they're right, but I. I can't really it's go there in my head because one, I'm not going to pull anything off. No one would do it. It's like the car would put all of the tunes off. There'd be like a guy in real who was gutted and no one else wouldn't really do it. It's <laughs> oh, not like if Taylor that. Swift pulled them off. <laughs> so, you know what? I don't know what our war against streaming would do, really. But apart from just harm us. So we go to gigs now. There's loads more young people knowing all the tracks and, like you say, the deeper cuts that they might not have they're knowing all the tunes because we've got them on Spotify. Yeah. Then there's a side where we were in that much debt off our first thing. Dreaming of You will have paid that off soon because of streaming, where there was no chance of us ever paying that off. Really? And then, we'll, well, then we'll be on a split of that. So from our point of view, but then I wouldn't, I don't, what I'm hearing, the music industry is getting back to what it used to be now. So maybe that will help younger, or is it affecting younger bands? I don't know enough about it. Well, uh, yeah. someone might come to me and go, man, and tell me all these facts, and then I look like that's not why I you do music. I look like I don't care about young bands when, you know, I put me on money into young bands, so so I do. Yeah. I just don't know enough. I'm kind of like that's what it is. So I'm going to work within that. Yeah, there's nothing that you can do to change it. And they're the, the way they're the it's plus going, what, what to are, it. I'm trying to look at the good sides of it. And I've all, you know, that's what I'm kind of like. I'm not, I don't want to concentrate on all negative stuff because it gets you down. Yeah. If you're working with young bands, you want to be like, well, this is the way it is. I try to deal with what it is, not what the utopian version of what I want it to be because it's never going to be that. Yeah, I think a lot of people ignore the fact that the touring side of the business has gone up. And yeah. also the. Um, I don't you know, know the facts really. I'm just getting a feel of what we what experience, and that's all I can go off. So, you know. And um, if you said to record collectors in the 1970s or whatever, you know, there's going to be a time when you can get for like ten quid a month every yeah, single yeah. album in the world whenever you want. I think a lot of people would have been, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Sign me up. Well, yeah. say a yeah. CD. If it was just CDs, every time someone played "Dreaming of You" on it, okay, you don't get paid much, but. It's more than you would have got if it was just a CD. So, I, as I said, I'd, I'm I sure someone could someone could convince me of that side. Someone can convince me of that side. But it's not where the passion lies. There's nothing I can do. I just the fact you can make music and just bang it out, and then your fans hear it. In a way, I think that would have really suited us when we first came out. And even the thing of we made mad videos. Yeah, because we were always cut. Yeah, the videos are great. Yeah, we were, yeah. They always told us you can't put it can't put it out this fast. It was a completely different world. It was closer to the Beatles. And it was frustrating for us. Closer to the Beatles industry when we came out. Where it was like than, record and then like break and like, then I can't say when we came out it was closer to the sixties, the yeah. industry, than now is to when we came out. Yeah. Yeah, it was like years ago. Two thousand and nine mm-hmm. onwards probably, wasn't it, when yeah, and then say actually physical sales. You know, and we're not one of them bands. We blew all our money, so we're not sitting here with loads of money going. What did you oh, blow all your money for us? The usual shit: creme brulee, <laughs> <laughs> creme brulee, and lobster. Delicious. What are your ambitions? You know, as the, or do you have any ambitions left? You know, how how 
How do you see the next few years going? Well, Creme Brulee. Loads. I can't see us achieving them, but um, so play Mexico would do, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah, so I'll Like Anvil. Yeah, 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 it'd be good to, to play Europe. Mexico. Go back to the USA would be great. Basically, to do gigs where we get to go to places, but we'd probably break even if we're lucky. That's the uh, that's the we'll small ambition. Really, yeah, because yeah. we've, we've we've carried on through worse times than this. This is this is a good time. I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, as long as we can um, keep the keep it up, we're not that. Um, you know, we feel lucky that we get to do it, and people watch us, and people listen to our music. So. That's kind of anything more than that's a bonus for us. Well, that's a yeah, that's a very mo- modest attitude of you guys. But uh, yeah, we're broken now. We've been uh, <laughs> we've been beaten into that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if if people listen to our music and we're playing to people, that that that's great. Well, I look forward to seeing you in Mexico sometime soon. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I look forward thanks, to being thanks, there. Yeah. Thanks very much, guys. Pleasure. Nice one, man. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.